All right. Hello and welcome to episode five of If Then Because. So in this episode, we are going to take on a different a different question. We're kind of going in a different direction. So episode five, and we've talked about this before. It's kind of a, a built-up episode. What are the statistical odds of getting away with murder? Before we get into that, I would like to introduce um, my co-host for this episode, Trevor. Do you want to do your full name? And I already forgot it. Roy? Roy Brian Trevor Crow. Roy Brian Trevor Crow. Who? You know, your street name is kind of Trevor Crow. Yeah, that's right. From a, from a street perspective. So Trevor, um, he, he actually submitted some feedback on our water bottle episode. So kind of at the end where we get into our comments and that sort of thing, we'll circle back to his comments there. But um, he had such good points that we thought we'd invite him on the show since he's um, one of our two listener base and uh, so yeah so he's gonna get a co-host I just want to point out to future listeners that if you listen to this podcast you might end up on the show (laughs) okay so jumping into it what we typically do is we provide the answer right off the bat before the discussion so if you're tuning in just for the answer to this your statistical odds of getting away with murder if you're in the UK Um, About 72% of murders result in charges. In the U.S., uh, the U.S. has a 60% clearance rate for murders. So that means 40% of murders in the U.S. are going um, unsolved, and Canada is about the same. So if you you have about a 40% chance, statistically, of getting away with murder. That's the the long and short of it. But we'll get into the discussion a bit more now. And those numbers might actually be higher when you think about it, because what percentage of those numbers... Or false charges. Well, and you know, I, and then the other thing I always think about is if you. This is sort of a whole sidebar, but I guess this is what this is for. Um, if you think about back in like the 1900s or the 1800s, like before forensics and everything, how many people got away with murder where they just killed somebody out in the woods and nobody ever invented? They were just gone, and there was never an investigation or anyways. Well, it is, it is interesting that you say that because. By the way, I did zero research for this. He, <laughs> Jared sent me an information packet, so I researched that, but I didn't do any actual legwork myself. But there is a st- statistic here that um, back in 1965, 90% of murders were cleared, but in t- 2012, only 64%. And I was thinking to myself, that doesn't actually mean that they were better at catching murderers back then. It just means there's less murders? I think it just means... Well, now we have DNA. There's a burden of proof that needs to be right. taken into consideration. And back then, they could just say, Harry did it. He's the crazy guy in the village. Yeah, and, and that's, this is what actually kind of shocked me about this, because... Um, so, I, I had mentioned this. So, I had this, I had this idea. I always thought the perfect murder would be um, if you invited somebody to go fishing with you. Then you went out on a boat on the water. And while you're on the water, you whacked the guy over the head, and you sunk the boat, and you drowned him, and then you swam ashore, whatever. And when the police investigated it, you said, we, there was a boating accident, and we drowned. Or he drowned. And when they said yes, but his head was whacked, you'd be like, yes, I told you there was a boat. And would, you'd be the only witness, so that really, like, how could they be? They might suspect it, but how could they ever prove that you did that? One of the problems is, if you really don't like the person, how do you get them on the boat with you? But um, after watching, like, I watched... Candy. <laughs> I watched Forensic Files quite quite often. I was going to say religiously, but I feel like that's an inappropriate word. Um, quite often. Um, and on that show, everybody gets caught. Like, the... the people work so hard to get away with murder and they get caught. 
So after watching that show, I was convinced that everybody gets caught. But then statistics say four out of ten don't. 40, I was actually 40%. surprised by this information. I, this this shocked me. And do you think? Right, we can go through the information more, but this is sort of an aside. Do you think that there's anything special about that 40% that there's clever, or do you think it's just luck of the draw, the four of the ten that get away with it? That makes me think of, uh, i got to look through this giant information packet you gave me. Oh, okay. It says that uh, the homicide, homicide rather, of police officers have a high potential uh, of, of getting caught. So why is that? So if you kill a cop, you're not likely to get away with it. And it's not that murder of cops is is more sloppy than a regular homicide. Mm -hmm. It's just that they actually care more about finding the perpetrator. And you have a lot more um, qualified people that are going to invest more time and energy and resources. Right. So a lot of it is just, um, well, one mayor even said it's, it's low staffing. Right, woefully low yeah. amounts of resources, money, right. staffing. That's a cause of a lot of the murders. And it did seem like some of this Unclear. research suggests that, um, like they talk about uh, murder frequency in South Los Angeles, and they actually say it's about double the um, national death rate from breast cancer. So it's quite prevalent there. And the, and the article, uh, we'll, we'll post all of the reference work on the on the website. Um, but the article, so if you want to, you can read it, but the article goes on to sort of discuss about, it's a culture there, and I would say it's, you know, gang culture a little bit, that if there is a murder, people don't like to talk about it, and so they're not cooperating with the police, so that's part of the reason, too, they sort of handle those things internally, so that also adds to the statistic of people who get away with, with murder. Um, and then there was another statistic I was going to share, which was about, um, it was kind of a random one, but... In your lifetime, this one article, too, that you can reference sort of talks about how many people um, you come across that are actually murdered. So if you were to live in a city on average in your lifetime, how often would you cross a murderer? So they estimate that the average, now this is an American person, um, meets about 717,000 people throughout their lives. And of which of that, 10.76, or you could round that to 11, they are um, likely to be murders. So if you live for about 75 years in a busy city in the U.S., over the course of your life, you'll cross paths on the street, I guess, with 11 people that are murders. Kind of a random, weird thought. Well, that's awful. Yeah, I guess so, right? (laughs) That's why I live in Langley. You know when um, sometimes... For me, it's going to be about three. You live with that attitude sometimes. You're like, ah, this guy's being a jerk or whatever. You know, what's he going to do? Well, for 11 people that you meet in your life, (laughs) you might not want to ask that question. He might murder you. He might actually murder you. I thought it was interesting, too, in this information that um, it varies... And, and quite widely, it varies widely from state to state. If you're going to just look at oh, America, see that. okay, yeah. And <clears throat> the problem is, yeah, it's hard to go through all this stuff you got here. I know. The, um, the problem is, the FBI says that there's zero transparency as to which agent, uh, which areas are having the biggest problem. And if the government knew that, if they had those statistics, they could send more resources, right, to these areas. But it seems as though they're happy with high crime rates in places such as Chicago and South L.A. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because one of the reasons I was actually really excited to do this episode is because I, I really like true crime. Um, but the, the podcast 
environment is pretty saturated with true crime podcasts, so stayed away from that. But um, I listened recently to one on the Golden State Killer who was recently arrested, but not, uh, sorry, charged, but not convicted yet. His trial is still going on. He was the one, um, if you remember from the news, that um, they got his DNA through, I believe it was garbage. They kind of, through one of those Ancestry.coms, they traced it down his family line. They got his DNA and they were able to convict convict him, not convict him, arrest him anyways and charge him. Long story short, when he was killing in the 70s, his crimes were um, similar to other cities in California where it was going on, but the jurisdictions didn't talk to each other and they think that if there would have been a bit more transparency back then, they might have connected it and who knows, maybe caught up with them sooner. So back in the 70s, it was a problem. The police departments weren't working together to match up. The one thing you had in this packet here that I thought was really interesting because we went over the statistics in the 60s there was a 90 percent clearance uh percentage of murderers being caught and charged and now it's much less 60 some something percent and it says that simply standards for charging someone are higher now right right the bird yeah right so We've got DNA, we've got, you know, you need actual evidence. Lawyers, right. everyone gets lawyered up nowadays in a way yeah. that they probably wouldn't have in the past. What's that question? Would you be more comfortable um, killing a person yourself? Um, maybe you had to be there and you had to do it just one person. Or would you prefer to poison a water well, which would kill a whole city? So in one can, it's kind of, it's very um, impersonal, right? You just pour some poison the well, you walk away, you're done. You kill the whole mass of people. But the other one is just one person, but it's a lot messier. Yeah. You're, you're up close. You mean like look them in the eyes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like that's kind of one this of those moral sniper questions. Rifle. No, this is like in person. So that's that was actually on. Um, I don't think where I work currently, but I think anyways, one of the companies that's, I work for. That simple was, master, I'd rather just kill one guy. That, that's what I decided too. I'm like as horrible as it is, I guess you're better off you're just killing one person. But I was on a work um, personality questionnaire. And in case you're wondering, I am a Navy SEAL. Oh. No, no not even a little. I, yeah, I have an office job. I have no idea why that. I guess it's how... Do we have SEALs in Canada? Canada? I'm sure they do, like a Canadian version of it. Yeah. Probably, when I said I'm a Navy SEAL, I mean like I like to swim it's in It's probably water. a watered-down version. You get what I'm doing here? I, yeah. <laughs> but in, yeah. Right, I'm going to leave that one alone. All right. Did, did you have anything else you wanted to cover? About this episode? Yeah, with no, this I material? Think, I think we answered this question pretty good. Are you happy with I, I think we over-answered it. Okay, that's good. But now, so, is it, I just wanted to bring up a couple things since I'm... This might be my... This is probably my only chance to ever sure. say something. Yeah, for sure. Now, is this kind of the where we answer user mail and that sort of thing? Or is this an... Ad? Well, I was just going to say you really need a theme song. Oh, okay. All right. And I would like to provide you with one. Sure. Are you going to sing it right now? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give sure. you, I'll give you like three choices. Okay, that would be awesome. All right, I think we could use. Look it forward to that in the future, listeners. Okay, it's gonna be awesome. That's that's pretty exciting. It's be best, this jingle's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna be a mind blowing jingle. Yeah. Okay. I promise. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> awesome. All right, I. Since your podcast is all about dropping knowledge mm-hmm. to the listener, um, I just wanted to drop some knowledge. A new study shows that parenting is hereditary. What does that mean? It means that if your parents didn't have any children, then there's a 100% chance you won't have any either. Really? Yeah, they just found that out. Very interesting. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. I can, I can follow that. <laughs> what? Did you make these up this morning? No. No, I... I you researched these. My, my nephew 
I see. Show me that study. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that all your words of words of wisdom? That, that's about it. I was I was kind of hoping that maybe in a future episode, you could find out whether the Brazil nut was named after the country of Brazil or whether Brazil was named after. The nut. <laughs> we can do that. I mean, the history. Oh, no, we wouldn't do the history of the Brazil nut, but where did Brazil nut get its name? Okay, For sure. I'm yeah, waiting. I can write that down. Okay. Um, so what we typically do at this part of the episode is we. Um, we address any user, uh, user listener mail we might have and talk about a few things. So I want to add one thing. I want to add a couple of things to our, our um, water bottle episode. I feel like when we did that episode, there, from our show's perspective, we were pretty on the level of saying that there's no link to cancer with water bottles. And I Yes, the the Cancer Society's website says that, but kind of like a lot of things, I feel like that's not the whole picture. So I sort of feel like we miss, we took people down the wrong road a little bit. So I, I want to clarify that and say, as an official perspective from the If That Because podcast, we don't say that water bottles will not cause cancer, even though the cancer website says it. Yeah, sure, it says that. So there's there's the level of comfort there, but I would say there's more testing that's required, and I would venture. If you were to look down that rabbit hole a little more, there would be some suggestions that the plastic companies and everybody else probably wouldn't want to come to the surface. So that's one. The other thing was... Conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just... Yeah. It's it's so... You know, I find in life there's very few black and whites. Well, like especially... There's, there's very few open and shut cases. I've, if you guys could just see, I've got this giant information packet here. The problem with statistics is... They can be bet in one so that's what we try direction and do or another with if them because we try and take the statistics and everything and we try and answer questions logically given the information we have and, and and that's why I felt like we kind of let our huge listener base down last time because well did you did we talk about this there's a brand new study I just heard it heard about it on the radio yesterday what's the plastic Particles, the BPA, BPA, yeah. BPAs. Yeah, they just announced that BPAs, even if they are released into your body, which they say isn't likely, right? That BPAs would just pass through you, right? Rather than right, you know, they're like a rolling problem. stone. They're a rolling stone. They just keep heading down the road. So that's the most recent study that I heard. So right. so far things are looking good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and, and then the other thing I wanted to mention about water bottles was, you know, like I was researching it, and then you know, um, Google or the internet, they realize that you're interested in something, so they start feeding you articles. So they fed me an article the other day from the fire department. In the summertime, there's another reason you need to be careful with water bottles, and that is, and they showed it, if the sun hits your vehicle just right, and if it hits your water bottle just right, it can actually condense the sun rays, like if you've ever done this to a bug or anything when you were a kid. And it could actually burn holes in your fabric or even worse, potentially start a fire in your vehicle. That's wild. It's it's random. I'm sure the odds are super low of that happening, but random thing. I think it was on the Weather Network's feed. It was, and so it was the fire departments um, warning people not to leave bottles of water in their vehicles on hot summer days. Yeah. Yeah. Random. <laughs> and then one of the reasons we brought you on the show was because you had um, got in touch and you had a, a something about hazards associated with water bottles that you wanted to bring up a little sure. bit of clarification yeah we had a mutual buddy in the past and uh we were working at a construction <laughs> we were working at a construction company and it was outdoors and there was a 
old Sprite bottle, a two-liter bottle that was half full. Now, do you know the BPA content of that? Bottle? I have zero, okay. zero knowledge of that. But it had been in the sun, so right. the plastic was probably sure. broken down. So after about three weeks, it was probably quite fermented, right. and it had a skim, like a one-inch skim of wasps floating in the top. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this buddy that we had worked at the same place, I offered to pay him half my paycheck to guzzle the whole thing down. Okay. And other than violently puking afterwards, he seemed to suffer no ill effects. I have a few follow-up <laughs> questions on that. Um, did he get any wasps when he drank it? Yeah, he sw- he had to, he, that was part of the deal. He had to swallow them, but one was alive. Actually, a couple were alive. Did he sting them he, internally? No, but he spat them out. Oh, that's a good idea. And he, and he asked if he'd still get the money. And did you pay him? That was I, I did, yeah. Wow. I didn't think he'd do it, so I was pretty broke that payday. Yeah, I bet. But yeah. he was going on a trip to uh, Australia, so I, was tr- I kind of felt like a good guy helping him out. Yeah. yeah, and you just made him do something. Plus, he was my roommate, so right. I could steal his food and try and get some of that back. Sure, yeah. And did he report any fermentation in that? Because you think like that there's some wasp, you've got some sugar. I feel like you've got enough there to make some wasp. I'm sure, I'm sure it was pretty skunky, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't he, get No, he, get I, little... I don't think he was... Savoring it, no, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a liquid form. It was just wasp. bad. He would probably would have described it as just bad wasp wine. Yeah, huh. I wonder if anybody ever makes that. That would be a good question. If anybody ever made alcohol out of insects, oh. like that. Yeah. or any living or now now dead, but once living creature. But your your story, in a sense, doesn't support anything because he he puked right away. Yeah, so really his body just. Rejected whatever that was. So if there was, he didn't puke it all up. I guess. In other words, I guess. it was it was a leader. But I think anybody listening to that question would be looking to avoid vomiting from an open bottle of water. So if they did puke, that's kind of an indicator. Maybe you should stay away from a open bottle of water or Seven Up. Well, obviously, the point is it's not going to kill you. No, he's yeah. alive and well. For sure. <laughs> well, as well as. <laughs> <laughs> He's I alive. He, I hope he doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> and I just want to say, I was listening to your last episode, and you gave a shout-out to Rob Benson. Right. You're one and only listener, right. and that really hurt my feelings. Can you imagine how I felt as the only, as the second, the number two listener no, right, of your podcast, yeah. to sit there unacknowledged? So I, I just want to say we're good now. Okay. You've had me on the show. We're I, good. I want to apologize when you sent me that text. I felt really bad about that, that joke. It was totally... And I will definitely be listening to this podcast later. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, as usual, I don't think we have... Do you have a sign-off on this show? We do, typically. Um, do you have a slogan? Well, not really a slogan, but what we typically say Stay classy, San Diego? Is, yeah. Um, what we typically do at this point is we say, if, you, if, if you're out there in the podcast world and you have a question that you'd like us to take on, please feel free to submit it. Um, if then, because research.com works... We also have a Twitter account, which is rarely supervised. And um, I think that's it. Instagram and the website, whatever. There's different ways. I think we suggested send a smoke signal before. Drop off a letter. You know what this podcast is missing? What's that? This podcast is brought to you by Canada's Style at Home magazine. Offering you effortless elegance and seven pretty and practical bathrooms you'll love. Right, more just, that's a whole other theme, just more corporate advertising. Yeah. What the world really needs. This podcast is brought to you by the Holy Bible. There you go, you can take it really Eight billion readers can't be wrong. Right. Yeah. So, something like that. Something like that. Wait for yeah. the checks to come in the mail. Sure, yeah. You're welcome. Um, 
So we address that. If you, uh, like always too, if, with all those contexts, if you have something you'd like to add as well or if we're wrong, um, please let us know. Other than that, I don't think we have. Look out for the reference information. We'll put that on the website. And other than that, we will talk to you next time. I don't even have a hook for what the next show is going to be. We've got a lot of different questions in the works. We've got so these bags of mail. We've got these bags of mail. Listeners mail. Sort through. So um, who knows? Thanks for your time. And this is uh, our longest episode yet. So we don't have an official sign-off, but Trevor's going to take care of it today, the official sign-off. Come back.